1: most dangerous escape room and if this contestant can finish it in less than one hour he wins a hundred thousand dollars
0: hi i'm rachel hansen and i'm kelsey Weekman, and you're listening to icymi in case you missed it slate's podcast about internet culture and yes today i am rejoined by none
1: other than internet culture reporter extraordinaire kelsey Weekman. kelsey hello Whoa.
0: welcome back <laughs> oh my gosh so happy to be here great joy of my life
1: I'm so excited that you're here. I, from afar, am truly one of your biggest fans. I'm always just like, oh my gosh, look at Kelsey doing big things. I'm I love this for girl. her. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. Okay, but you're my girl, and that's what matters. If y'all listened to last year's episode, "Goodbye to All That 2022 Internet," then you heard Kelsey tell us what 2022 internet trend should die, and there were so, so many. So many. Um, on that episode, I asked what your first internet memory is, but I never asked you the other Icy My standard question, which I'm sure you're familiar with, which is obviously, was Jesus canonically hot? And yes, there is a wrong answer to this question.
0: Unfortunately, I know, like, the literal Bible verse that says that he is not. So I know that he's not. However, I think that he is a Nepo baby.
1: It's hard to surprise me with this answer. And that was a surprise. Like, you were the original Nepo baby, Jesus Christ.
0: The original. We know His dad was God. You think literally
1: God, (laughs) like so true, Queen. So true. (laughs) Jesus is a nepo baby, which just honestly makes him less hot. Let's be real here.
0: Right. Right. But. You know, the influence, the power, it was definitely there.
1: Beautiful. Thank the you. The energy is already incredible. I'm so glad that you're here, not only for giving me an original answer to that question, but for doing me a huge favor today. Like, you are... You're truly doing the biggest favor today because <laughs> today you're going to be explaining an internet phenomenon that I could not understand less if I tried. I am talking about... um, YouTuber, Mr. Beast, who, during our conversation last year with, of course, Mutual Bestie Moises Mendez II, you mentioned that you're a scholar of this man, Mr. Beast. I am. And I'm sure, you know, as an internet culture reporter, you understand that there are some trends that you have to opt out of understanding just to get through the day. Like, you're like, I have to know who Alex Earle is and Andrew Tate, and also the fact that Twitter has a view count that's so fucking (laughs) ugly to look at. I can't also understand what this other fourth thing is (laughs) right so what this all means is that I don't know who Monsieur Beast is that is what we're getting to and I'm I'm really happy that you're here to fill me in on who what when where why he went to Antarctica with everybody else this winter um (laughs) he did oh anyway after a short break (laughs) I'll be back with Kelsey and we're gonna dive deep into the trials and tribulations of Mr. Beast.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: See website for details.
1: In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. And we're back with BuzzFeed Internet Culture Reporter Kelsey Weekman, who's here to tell me who the fuck Mr. Beast is. So my first question is, who the fuck is Mr. Beast and why is his name Mr. Beast? What oh (laughs) what? Kelsey, please tell me my crops are dying.
0: (laughs) I know. I So Mr. Beast, he is a 24-year-old YouTuber. So young. He has, I know, he has, like, this sweet little face and, like, the patchiest facial hair you've ever seen. So it's like, <gasps> really hard to tell how old he is. Like, to mm-hmm. me, if I looked at him, I'd be like, hmm, 31. No, 24. Um, so he's a Taurus. Do with that what you will. Um, the first thing that always strikes me when I'm watching a Mr. Beast video is that his voice sounds just like Jerry Seinfeld meets Jojo Siwa. We just landed in Antarctica and we're going to survive the next 50 hours here. We're literally at the bottom of the- And he is a, he's a stunt philanthropy YouTuber. He's also the most successful YouTuber there has literally ever been, like any way you shake it as far as like subscribers and also like earning potential. So he just has a lot of power and we'll, we'll unpack this, but he does the same kind of really short- Very expensive, high-quality, stunt, crazy YouTube videos all the time. And he's really good at it. (laughs) And people eat it up. They get more views than you could, like, ever imagine.
1: Oh, my God. You said many things in that first answer that I am currently mulling over. Like, JoJo Siwa meets Jerry Seinfeld. And then you said stunt philanthropist? Yes. You're saying a lot of combination of words that were not in the Bible, which you know (laughs) as a scholar of the (laughs) Bible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Here, I will break down stunt philanthropist for you. Thank you. He does both stunts and he does philanthropy as if it's a stunt. So say... I was just watching a video of his that was the person who keeps their hand on this jet the longest gets to keep the jet. And it's all these people who have, like, good causes they're supporting. Um, and so they are all competing. They're doing a stunt so that they can win. And he's going to give them the the jet. Or he'll randomly just give $100,000 to a person on the street. He'll let someone borrow his credit card for the day. Like, he does nice things with money that are also like very dramatic stunts. Okay.
1: I have many questions. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to start with the historical one so we can right. set the groundwork right before I get into the real question, which is why. Um, yes. So <laughs> how long has he been doing this? You said he's 24. So I was going to say that means he can't have been doing it for long, but then I remember people start posting videos on the internet at the age of eight now. So right, he might've right. been doing this for 16 years.
0: No, he he's been doing this since 2012, so over 10 years. He was 13 when he started. And he here's one thing I like about him is that he failed for a lot of years. He was not <laughs> popular until 2017. So you've got a five-year period of like okay. adolescent flopping, which <laughs> is really nice to see <laughs> as a fellow adolescent flop. Um <laughs> But in 2017, he went viral, like he went went viral a while before. He made enough money to kind of quit his job, whatever. But his big first video came around that time where he counted to 100,000. And that was the whole video. And it got just absolutely hundreds of millions of views.
1: I'm about to count to 100,000. You don't believe me? Just watch this video. All I want to say is, just tweet the video out, share it with, you know, maybe Keem or Scarce, and if you're a YouTuber, just help a guy out. I mean, think of the pain I'm about to go. Screw it. Let's just, let's, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my god. So this video of this man counting, and truly just counting, wearing the same shirt, in the same seat, For a video on YouTube that is 24 hours long, but in all actuality took 40 hours long, currently has 27 million views.
0: If you're wondering who would watch that video, the answer was me. Um, I specifically remember seeing it and going, there's no way that this man just counting for literally over 40 hours could be interesting. And it wasn't. But it's, like, one of those things where you're like, maybe I'll just look at this. And you're like, oh, no. (laughs) But I clicked. I sure clicked. He got me. So... Leads me to
1: my next question, which is this video came out in 2017. So was this when you first started following his online presence? Was in the year of our Lord and Savior, 2017?
0: Yes, 2017 (laughs) was also my first year as a full-time journalist. Um, I wasn't an internet culture reporter, so I have no excuse. But (laughs) I will say that I was collecting data. Um, There were a lot of, of people kind of... I guess, like that at the time who did all this crazy stuff for views uh, like the Vlog Squad, Dude Perfect, um, all these other people who are just trying to replicate Jackass in like varying degrees of insanity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this was like a pretty standard thing to see.
1: So is is this what a typical Mr. Beast video looks like? Is him just counting to a hundred thousand
0: so he's gotten a lot better at making things entertaining part of the reason why he's so good at youtube is because when he first got successful he literally hired all of his friends and had them do research on all the popular youtubers and they like took notes on what they did to get views how like their thumbnails the the length of their videos the the editing styles like they they basically just studied how to replicate a really successful video. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. you start You start with, you know, the, the easy, stupid stunt. And then as the money rolls in, they get more complicated and they're really well produced. And now you'll see that in a regular video of his, it starts with him screaming an introduction. So immediately you know what's going on. Very high energy. A lot of crazy stuff happens. And then you just kind of like go through it in this highly edited only the most interesting stuff fashion and then it ends after like 12 or 15 minutes and you've just felt like someone like smacked you in the face repeatedly with content <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh what just like took, I feel tired like I didn't move and I feel tired but it's very entertaining For a certain demographic (laughs) of, like... I was about to ask, who is
1: watching these videos? Who is is voluntarily being waterboarded with content?
0: (laughs) Waterboarded with content is exactly how I would describe it. Um, Men, to start. (laughs) Um, So let's start there, yeah. Um, And then it's like, I was just looking at the demographics of his channel, and it's, like, predominantly 18 to 24, but then, like, a shocking amount of people who are 24 to 35. Like, way more people who are in their late 20s, early 30s than you could imagine. There's, like, a silent majority of <laughs> Mr. Beast fans Not tuning silent in. Yeah. <laughs> it's the people who just want to click. They just want to see what's going on. I don't think that they're as devoted. I think it's the most feral fans are children, but... It's fascinating. It's like watching, like, you know, baby sensory videos for children mm-hmm. are like very yeah. flashy and like stimulating. <laughs> Those are for like toddlers. And this mm-hmm. is like a baby sensory video for like an 11 year old. It's like yeah. high octane chaos, ultimately not harming or educating anyone. Just kind of there.
1: Okay. I was going to ask because there's a genre of stunt YouTube video that involve that definitely involves harming other people. There, yes. There's the prank YouTube genre that I abhor. Yes. Mr. Beast does not do that, correct?
0: I'll give you an example. For instance, Please. one of his most popular videos is when he buried himself alive for 50 hours. I'm
1: going to spend the next 50 hours buried alive in this coffin. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. Boys, seal me up.
2: Welcome to my coffin. I have a camera here, here.
1: What we just saw was Mr. Beast, who is, you know, a blonde 20-something, laying down in a glass coffin, to be clear. It's glass or plastic. I don't know what material is. It has to withstand several tons of dirt on it. So it's pretty, it's pretty strong. In this coffin is a bunch of supplies. I'm assuming food. I'm assuming water. I'm assuming something to keep him alive. Yes. And then the coffin's in a ditch. It's just in a ditch. And then his friends are standing outside of the ditch shoveling dirt on top of him. That's the video and it has millions of views.
0: Yes. So we've we've exited the 27 million view territory and we're in 228 million territory. Like it is <laughs> massive, massive views. So there's the kind of video where he does things to himself, but then there's the other genre of... He basically is, like, a game show host, and he has a whole bunch of people come in and do crazy things. Not necessarily dangerous, but, like, you can tell he's, like, delighting and making people do, like, weird and slightly unpleasant things. (laughs) So he's Jigsaw. (laughs) I don't think there's any lesson, though. (laughs) Not to be The lesson a is you soft. get a jet at the end. <laughs> yeah, you get a jet or $100,000 or just recently he gave an island to his like 100 millionth subscriber. Um, an island? An island. Actually, he didn't just give it to them. They had to compete for it. So it's like a reality show. Like I, I'm always concerned about the consent involved, but it does seem like... This is not worse than Survivor, I guess. Okay, but, yeah, I was worried,
1: but this sounds like Fear Factor, which is yeah, produced Joe Rogan. Make of that what you will. Mr. Beast has been on Joe Rogan, but that's a different <laughs> that's a different story. What do you mean he's been on Joe Rogan? I thought I what what are the politics of Mr. Beast? Let's get into that.
0: <laughs> that's actually he's pretty vague about his politics. He is very committed to remaining in Greenville, North Carolina and producing all of his content there, keeping all of his stuff a hometown endeavor. Um, he is very, very, very big Elon Musk fan. Always has oh. been. Um, just, like, vanilla, bland, which I think is very strategic. Because oh, undoubtedly. He, can you imagine? I, I was just... Sorry to keep being like, I was just watching a video. Obviously, I was watching a video. It's my job. (laughs) Um, I was just watching a video, the Antarctica video, where he and his little gang went to Antarctica to survive for 50 hours. And he's trekking through this blizzard. And he starts doing a Shopify ad read. You can't convince me this is Earth.
1: And while we climb this mountain, I want to tell you guys about Shopify, a platform that makes starting a business incredibly easy. Shopify helped me turn my YouTube channel... And
0: and it's like, wow... He's, like, no one's actually in, like, mortal danger. This content is very interesting. I'm sure the ad people love him. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they do because he's not
1: saying anything offensive. Right. And on that note, we're going to take a short break. Uh, When we come back, I'm going to ask some more questions to Kelsey, most of them being, why? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
2: Hi
1: Hi, y'all. If you love our podcast, then please consider subscribing to Slate Plus. When you subscribe to Slate Plus, you get no ads on any Slate podcasts, including this one, your favorite one, IcyYMI. You'll also be supporting IcyYMI. This show would not be possible without the support of Slate Plus subscribers. You'll also get bonus segments or episodes, like the recent award-winning season of Slow Burn. You'll also get bonus segments or episodes on shows like Slate Money, Mom and Dad are Fighting, and Big Mood Little Mood. And you'll also get unlimited reading on the Slate website which means you get access to every single article and advice column on Slate without ever hitting the paywall. Just visit slate.com slash to sign up. That is slate.com slash Plus. And I'm back with Kelsey Weekman, who's here to answer so many of my questions about Mr. Beast. I realize we never answered maybe one of the most basic ones. What is his real name?
0: Oh, Jimmy Donaldson. Are you fucking kidding me? His name is Jimmy? His name is Jimmy.
1: Props to you, Jimmy. The only thing I know about Jimmy, the only thing I knew before this episode, and this was, I think, the moment I fully decided to tune out anything Mr. Beast related, was when Squid Game was popular. I hopped over to Twitter and I saw someone pop up and say, I'm going to run a real life Squid Game. Who wants to join me? And I thought, I'm a I am don't need to know anymore. Some yeah. um, some things are not for me to know, and that's one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately has come to the point where I must know what did he what did he really do that?
0: He did, he did. Um it's a million dollar video. Like he spent a million dollars on the video. And by he I do mean his sponsors (laughs) he gets his money from his videos from the sponsors often directly like this person paid for this whole video or you know this is gonna eventually take care of of the cost of the video it's it's not entirely his money right so he spent a million dollars on this video he he makes you know several million dollars a month in returns from this video because it gets so many streams just in like AdSense revenue just from putting ads in the YouTube video so pays for itself but it is a very well-produced it seems like it should be on Netflix like it is actually that well-produced it looks like an episode of Wipeout actually if that's like relevant in any way I recreated every single set from Squid Game in real life and whichever one of these 456 people survives the longest wins 456 grand. Um, but there was a lot of chatter with people saying okay you seem to have missed the entire point of Squid Game which is mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're delighting mm-hmm. in making people compete for money and that is just
1: bleak. So I know you just told me how he gets his money but I'm gonna need you to Tell me more. How does he get his money? How much
0: is he worth at this point, would you say? Prepare yourself because this is upsetting. Okay. Um, We know that he is the top-earning YouTuber in the world. He finally dethroned that literal child toy reviewer. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) so rude. I know. I I can excuse a child making millions of dollars for for reviewing toys. This is just annoying, though. Um, it's through through AdSense, he gets a ridiculous amount of views on his YouTube videos. I read that he makes like seven to eight million dollars a month, like at least just literally just through ads on his YouTube videos because hundreds of millions of views are rolling in. He gets somewhere between like 20 and 50 million views a day. Like, P- YouTubers are lucky to hit one million views on one video. Like, it is a mm-hmm. genuinely, like, startling amount of content of his that is being consumed. Um, and so he he gets a lot just, like, very naturally. He could, he could stop producing content and make enough money to live the rest of his life just by, like, letting the ads roll. But then he also has a ton of sponsors. Ton of sponsors. Everyone wants to pay him to do an ad because he is... Very, very, very PG or G-rated content he's putting out. And then, yeah, people are just investing in him. Like, he, he's basically just, like, printing money <laughs> <laughs> at this point. It's like when certain people have so much money that they can invest millions of dollars into a single video and know that they'll make it back in, like, 20 minutes. It's honestly disturbing.
1: Yeah, disturbing is the perfect word for it. Uh so his sponsors, I mean he seems like you said, pretty family friendly. No one's getting harmed in the course of this video. Who were his sponsors? You mentioned Shopify. Are there any other major ones that I would have heard of who were investing in Mr. Beast content? I need to know.
0: Oh, it's like Honey, the, you yeah. know, the one that so many YouTubers have. It's like save money on, you know, coupon. Mm -hmm. chrome extension basically yeah 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 and then tiktok is one it's a big company it's it's not just like i mean when you said
1: tiktok i was like oh he really does have family friendly content because tiktok does not take a chance on anything that could have no. been anybody right right right
0: um and that you know he's not driving a motorcycle into a pool like david dobrik or david dobrik would never do it he'd make someone else do it no, but. i was like let's <laughs> be clear here david <laughs> never <laughs> put himself in danger <laughs> yeah for sure he would like threaten someone with a flamethrower but never like be on <laughs> the receiving end um whereas mr beast would like pay someone to chase him around with it there he has some big series of like the military the fbi uh bounty hunter hunting him down oof i gotta say i did i did watch all of those wait what do you mean hunting him down <laughs> i'm sorry i <I'm, laughs> i feel like i'm clickbaiting you i feel I'm like he doesn't need any help
1: you keep mentioning things so casually, I know. as if it's just normal. What do you mean hunting him down? Like it's a game of hide and seek? Like where yeah. does he, what do you mean? Like, okay, how okay. does this video start? How does it end? That helicopter is carrying a military squad, and it's gonna land right over there. If that squad successfully hunts me down before the end of the day, then they get this hundred grand. Run, 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 get it. Get it
0: it starts with him in a field. With a little bit of a head start, or it starts with him in a warehouse with an FBI agent tied up. It's like all of this drama, all of these, you know, cinematic, like theatrical, like, I'm, I'm running away from the cops now. And then he gets in a car and he drives away and they have to hunt him down. And it ends with him getting caught or not getting caught or learning a valuable lesson. He does not learn a lesson. I was lying. <laughs> um, but- <laughs> So like in this video, he pays three military guys to check him to go after him, and then if they catch him, they get more money. So what does that mean? I mean
1: That he's supporting the military industrial complex. Exactly. Mm. Exactly.
0: Canceled. And that was an ad for the US Marines. Just kidding. I, I have mean, no idea. That's basically
1: what Top Gun was. So... Mr. Beast should get in on that too.
0: Right, right. I'm sure, you know, speaking of Top God, I'm sure Scientology would love him.
1: Speaking of Scientology, are there any major Mr. Beast controversies or is he just wholesome at this point?
0: So, yes. So his what he has in his favor is that his controversies are largely from when he was in his late teens early 20s and people love to dismiss that as like a childhood mistake when he was like you know fully an adult as early as like or as recently as as 2017 he has said the f-slur on twitter he's made jokes about being gay and has there are just some also like unsavory jokes like the the video of him counting, he has up on the screen. There's like a frequently asked question of, "quote Who's the Asian guy in the background?" And it's like, you really didn't need to say that. <laughs> um, you, oh, it's just not very tactful. Um, and when specifically the Atlantic did a story on this in I think 2018, and he, his response is basically, like, "I I'm I'm not offensive. I don't really." you know, please just write a nice article about me. It was literally like what what the quote was. Um, But now he, anyone asking has to go through his, uh, his PR team who says like, oh, he's very, very sorry. He never should have said that. Like he knows there's no excuse. He's also been accused of kind of creating a, a hostile work environment um, or just not an ideal work environment, really. Basically, he was accused by his former employees of berating them whenever things didn't quite go his way. This was in 2021 that the story came out. So it's like the kind of scandals that are off screen enough, Mm -hmm. people forget about them and that are reliant on either like a random screenshot from what feels like a million years ago mm-hmm. or someone's testimony that people can choose not to believe so he is really just not considered controversial by the the wider subculture i guess people kind of think of him as like as perfect as you can be
1: in my small amount of research for this episode i decided yeah. to google mr beast just just to see what would happen. And here's a sampling of recent headlines that come up when you Google Mr. Beast. Yahoo Finance says, Mr. Beast wants to IPO Mr. Beast Burger and Feastables. Uh, Snopes, is YouTuber Mr. Beast renting out Disney World for a video? Futurism.com says, Mr. Beast hopeful that science will let him live several hundred years. And then Insider Writes, Mr. Beast delighted a food reviewer's wife by following her on TikTok after her husband made a viral video saying she was a huge fan. Why, Kelsey? <laughs> we, oh, I turn I, to you and I ask you why?
0: Listen, <laughs> I neglected to mention his uh, all of his like merch and business endeavors that also make him money. Specifically, the headline about Mr. Beast Burger reminded me that of something that I had personally tried to block out, which was that in <laughs> September of last year, Mr. Beast, who already oh, – let's talk about Mr. Beast Burger. Let's back up. Mr. Beast
1: Burger. Yeah, I was about to ask for you to back up, but then I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to know this one, but I appreciate you.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, you do because the statistics I'm about to share with you will – Shave years off your life, and I'm sorry for that. So he launched in, you know, a few years ago. He launched something called Mr. Beast Burger, which is a ghost series of ghost kitchens. So it's it's a restaurant that doesn't have a physical location. They just mm-hmm. do deliveries in. At this point, thousands, thousands of cities. I think it was maybe 1,700 last time I checked. So he is like quietly taking over Seamless in every city in the world. Are people buying this burger? Is this a profitable business? Yes, it is. And so in September, he opened the first physical location of Mr. Beast Burger. It is in a mall in New Jersey. And I went there on the opening day and there were 10,000 People. Imagine, first of all, imagine ten thousand people at a mall.
1: I can't. I can't <laughs> imagine a mall at this point.
0: What you I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine a mall. It was at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey, which is like someone got all the roller coaster tycoon cheat codes and just put everything they could think of in a mall, and then there was no one there until Mr. B showed up, and he went to the opening of this restaurant. He was going to work the front counter, and so everyone had a chance. If they lined up to maybe possibly get a few seconds to be handed a burger by him. And 10,000 people show up from all over the country, people of all different ages. I talked to a lot of people who were either children saying, I love Mr. Beast, he's so much fun. This one kid told me he likes him because he makes a lot of money. And then his mom said, And also, he does charity. Um, And (laughs) his mom was like, please don't embarrass me. Yeah, literally. Like, can we go on the record by saying, my son does respect charity? (laughs) Um, And then there were people who were just obsessed with how good he is at YouTube who wanted to talk to him. About Like, there were a lot of tech bros who were interested in finding out how to grow their audience. And everywhere that I have ever been that is Mr. Beast related. So, like, when I went to VidCon, he was there and there was a line out the door to just, like... Not to pull out another biblical analogy, but, like, just to touch him. Just to have, like, a bit of his, just touch his robe and <laughs> uh-huh. maybe be he healed.
1: Okay, so back to this Mr. Beast Burger opening in
0: oh, a yes. mall in New Jersey. Yes, yes, yes. The, the children were just absolutely feral. Like, it was it was packed. People were shoving past each other. People were cheering every time any door opened anywhere, just in case <laughs> it might have been Mr. Beast. The visual, I will never get <laughs> visual out of my head of this like random guy with a bad goatee sweet looking kid most powerful person this New Jersey mall has ever seen
1: oh undoubtedly um how was the burger how was the food
0: thank you for asking so I could not wait in line and they would not give me a burger for press reasons so I went home and I ordered one from a ghost kitchen and I'm I'm a woman of mediocre taste. Like, I love things that are bad. And this was too bad even for me. But (gasps) I like the fries.
1: So. It's hard to fuck up a fry unless you're in and out.
0: Listen, the burger did taste just like eating cardboard. But the fries were delicious. So you got to hand it to him a little bit. Do do you? (laughs) You actually under no circumstances had to (laughs) hand it to him.
1: My last question um is is Mr. Beast a net good on society or a net bad or net neutral the rare thing on the internet?
0: <laughs> it's hard for me to say that any man with that much money could be naturally good. I think he has to fight past a lot of evil inclinations <laughs> I think I think he is very, very smart and he is not the worst person. To have this much power because his quest to remain bland does really neutralize him from a lot of evil potential, I think. But I also think he desires a more mainstream fame. Like, I think he really understands and respects YouTube, but you can tell mm-hmm. he wants to be Elon Musk. He wants to have like a spaceship company or something, like, also ridiculous.
1: He wants to buy a social media website and then ruin it and then have multiple people hate him and then do a poll asking people if he should remain CEO of said company and then get voted out. He's already doing so much better than that.
0: He literally tweeted after that. He was like, you should let me be CEO. And Elon did one of his like not out of the question posts in response.
1: I'm sorry, I need this we need to go. I'm thank you so much for your time. This episode's <laughs> over. I need I need to lay down. I need to go. <laughs> I need a nap. I need to reconsider my life. I don't know yeah. if I'm making mistakes or if I should have less faith in humanity. And I'm feeling a lot of things. <laughs> thank you, Kelsey.
0: Well, I think you that is a healthy choice on your part. <laughs> I think I respect that. All right, that is the
1: show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so please subscribe as the best way to never miss me learning some information I perhaps should never have found out. Please leave a rating and review in Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. Tell Mr. Beast about us. Mr. Beast, come on the show. I have, I have some questions for you. You can follow us on Twitter at IcymyandSquarePod, which is also where you can DM us your questions about influencers I know nothing about, and I'll find someone to explain them to me. It'll probably be Kelsey. And you can also always drop us a note at IcymyandSlate.com.
0: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader and Rachel Hampton, with help from Sierra Spragley-Ricks. Daisy Rosario is our senior supervising producer, and Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online or in a coffin. I tweeted something today, and someone responded, "Thanks for sharing." After I didn't get any likes, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "This app needs to die." Actually, with the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.